Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Thank you for joining us for Alabama AgCast. This is Carla Hornady, Director of Cotton, Soybeans, and Wheat and Feed Grains for the Alabama Farmers Federation. Today we are excited to be joined by Scott Graham, Assistant Professor and Extension Entomologist with Auburn University and Alabama Cooperative Extension Service. So thank you, Scott, for being with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be on the program today. Well, we know that you started back in the summer of 2020 and things a lot of things were going on at that time, but um, tell us a little bit about your background since many people have not had the opportunity to meet you. Yeah, so I'm uh, originally from a small town in Mississippi called Grenada. Uh, did not actually grow up on a farm, but but grew up with family that farmed in the in the Mississippi Delta. So my hometown was kind of in the north central part of the state, right on the border of the hills. Uh, but had a a great uncle that farmed uh, cotton, soybeans, and rice in uh, in wheat in uh, the Mississippi Delta. So kind of grew up around agriculture. My dad is. Uh, over 30 years now working in the ag industry, so always was, was interested in it uh, growing up and went to Mississippi State and was fortunate to get a, a summer internship with Angus Ketchot, the extension entomologist uh, with Mississippi State, uh, statewide responsibilities in all row crops, and really knew within the first couple of weeks that that was uh, what I wanted to do. So from there, I, I got a, an undergraduate degree at Mississippi State in agronomy uh, with concentration in integrated pest management. And then I uh, was fortunate Angus uh, kept kept me on and, and took me as a, a master's student. I co-advised with Jeff Gore, uh, who's a, a research and extension entomologist at Mississippi State, stationed uh, in the Delta at Stoneville, Mississippi, and did a project there working on uh, tarnished plant bugs and cotton. After that, I was very lucky to go to the University of Tennessee and work with Scott Stewart to get my Ph.D., uh, and, and that project was working with the new Thrive On technology, which is uh, being developed by uh, uh, was Monsanto, now Bayer, uh, which is a new BT technology in cotton to manage thrips and tarnished plant bugs. So I had a, a brief uh, stint in, in industry before uh, joining Auburn, like you said, kind of right when everything shut down. Uh, April 1st, 2020 was my first day, and that was really about the time the world started changing. Yeah, and as we think about that, you know, starting during those times, what was it like for you, and did it affect your work or your research at all during that time? You know, it it was probably a little different than it will be in the future. We we weren't able to plan as many projects, uh, just, you know, the, the nature of, of things and, you know, difficult to get student workers and things like that for a little while. So we didn't have as many projects. Still feel like we, we really weren't hampered too much. Uh, we, we got out. uh I had the the fortune of riding around with Ron Smith, who <laughs> I joke with him. He he knows the farmers, their daddies, and the granddaddies as well. Uh, so he was able really to to help me get out and, and meet some people and things. So, you know, it it probably made things a little bit more difficult than it than it would have been in a normal situation. But I really feel like we were able to get out and and accomplish a lot and and uh, you know work on some things to try to help. Uh, Alabama growers manage their insect pests better. Yeah, you definitely have a, a legend to ride around with if you had Ron Smith with you because everybody in the state seems to know him if they're a rogue cropper in the, in the state of Alabama. So Absolutely. I tell you what, I was, every time I would 
go somewhere just in town here in Auburn to, you know, to, to buy furniture or the dentist or whatever it may be, I would say, by chance, do you know Ron Smith? And every single time, oh, yeah, our kids went to school together. Or, yeah, I've known Ron forever. So uh, really, really glad and, and honored, really, to be able to get out with Ron and and really learn from him. Uh, you know, one of the things we talk about is the cotton insect situation is so different from state to state and region to region. And, and he's really kind of helped me better understand, you know, what we're dealing with in Alabama, which is some different cases than, than what I was used to in the mid South. So very fortunate to have him to kind of show me the ropes. All right. We're going to take a short break. And after this word from our sponsor, we'll continue our interview. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama ag credit. And while some don't get it, We do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. All right. um, As you look at the years ahead, what will be your focus in your position? And what crops will you be covering? Yeah, so uh, I have responsibilities in in cotton, soybean, and peanuts. And, you know, really, we're, we're... we're fortunate in a in a pest management situation, an insect management situation in Alabama that we really don't have that one dominant pest that's that's causing us a whole lot of issues. And I'll I'll add a caveat there and say for now, uh, you know, you, you look at it in history with boll weevils and and uh, you know army worms and and boll worms and things that were caused a lot of issues in Alabama. And you look at other parts of the state or other parts of the the cotton belt where they're dealing with, uh, you know, resistant plant bugs and, and, uh, bollworm resistance to, to BT technologies and things like that, where they've really got some really key issues for us right now. We're, we're really just kind of focused on tweaking the system, uh, trying to find ways to maybe save our growers a little bit of input cost or, or maybe, you know, reduce an insecticide application here or there, uh, so I'm, I'm certainly not going to try to invent any new crazy uh, pest problems for us. We're just going to try to to maintain, you know, kind of where we are. Uh, one very important thing is is always monitoring for resistance in, in cotton, soybeans, or peanuts. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of overlap with some of these pests in the in the same fields and things. So it's very important that we try to to watch for resistance, stay a, stay a step ahead of them uh, if we can, uh, not just in traits but with insecticides as well. Uh, that you know, that's that's really kind of what I see as the the current in the next three, four, maybe five years of of insect management in Alabama row crops is just trying to to monitor and stay ahead of uh, resistance issues. And I know in order to get this information out, and you know, a lot of face to face meetings went away in the pandemic, and we've all kind of come up with new ways to to get information out in a timely manner. And I know that you um, have recently began a podcast. So, what will be the focus of that, and what can people expect to hear on the podcast? Yeah, so we're we're excited here as the uh, agronomics crops team at, at Auburn and with Alabama Cooperative Extension. Uh, we started uh, what we're calling the Alabama Crops Report podcast. So this kind of goes hand in hand with our newsletter that we started last year. And it's it's really, you know, we're trying to stay short 10 to 15 minute uh, conversational style interviews with uh, either extension specialists or regional agents across the state. Just kind of, uh, you know, right now we're, we're recording podcasts kind of in the planning stage. And as 
as folks are getting ready to start planting and, and herbicides, burn down timings, burn down options, just things like that. But, you know, we're also talking about varietal selection, uh, you know, early season insect pest management considerations. And, and as we move through the season, we'll, we'll kind of evolve the topics as we go through. And, you know, we'll, we'll certainly be talking about, you know, stink bugs and, and plant bugs and cotton, the foliating caterpillars and, and peanuts and soybeans as we move along. We'll talk about uh, uh, diseases, things like that, harvest considerations, uh, the foliation uh, desiccations, things like that in, in cotton and soybeans. So we're really trying to stay kind of short and to the point, uh, but but good, timely information. Like you said, when the things kind of changed on us pretty quick, we know we had to adapt and, and try to find a new way to reach our growers and, and folks that are trying to manage our crops in Alabama. And, and we're really excited about this, this new podcast. Again, it's called the Alabama Crops Report Podcast. You can find it on uh, you know on an Apple phone and in the app, in the App Store you can find it on Google Play on an Android or uh, I think it's on Stitcher you can find it on the the Aces website as well so it, it's out there in a lot of different avenues and you know, hopefully folks will listen to it and uh, find it somewhat entertaining uh, but most importantly find good uh, timely credible information to help them manage their farms. Okay, and one other thing during that you mentioned a newsletter. If someone is not receiving that newsletter, how do they sign up for that? Or are there additional ways to get information? Yeah, so, so we've got the Alabama Crops Report newsletter uh, that is uh, managed by uh, my extension counterpart uh, who works with insects with pretty much all the other uh, crops, Dr. Caitlin uh, Kessheimer. Uh, but you, you can email her, you can email me, or, or go to the ACES website and and, uh, and find it pretty easily and, and subscribe to that newsletter. It's just once a week during the season, uh, short, you know, short paragraphs, timely information, uh, things to be thinking about on your farm. We've got the Cotton Shorts newsletter. That one is run by our Extension Cotton Agronomist, Dr. Steve Brown. And again, you, you can email Steve or, or myself and, and we can get you in on that or uh, you, you can find that on, on our website as well. That one goes out once a month. It's uh, primarily, we're not primarily, it's only focused on cotton. So that that's just a kind of short thoughts on, on things to think about for the cotton crop, whereas our uh, our Alabama Crops Report newsletter is, is all of our road crops. And we're also, we'll continue this year with the uh, Pest Patrol Hotline sponsored by Syngenta, uh, the old 1-800 number that, that Ron has, has done for, for several years. And you can find that if you just uh, type in on, on your web browser, Syngenta Pest Patrol, you should find it pretty easily and, and go to Alabama and subscribe and and they'll send you a text message and that week's information. That'll be kind of a five to six minute, just kind of thoughts about what we're hearing across the state and things to help manage your bugs or, uh, you know, just some, some different insects to be looking out for. So that, that is uh, focused only on, on row crop insects for the Syngenta Pest Patrol Hotline. Again, we're, we're trying to find different ways to get information out. Uh, we, we try to put a lot of stuff on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me there at ScottGram72. Uh, we try to put out timely information there as well. Obviously, really short uh, tidbits. You know, we're seeing plant bugs in, in central Alabama in high numbers or something like that. We try to pair those up with our podcasts and newsletters and other avenues that we're trying to get information out. Well, Scott, we definitely appreciate you joining us today, and we'll try to get some of these links that you mentioned in the show notes so that people can access them easily, and we definitely look forward to working with you in the coming years. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, glad, glad to be on the show. 
And now, your weekly Ag Cash wrap up. Hey, y'all, this is Marley Moore with the Federation Communications Department, and we're going to talk about the centennial today. So, 100 years is a long time. I mean, it's 10 decades, it's a century, and it's how long the Alabama Farmers Federation has been serving farmers and rural Alabamians. In that amount of time, our organization has racked up an impressive list of accomplishments. 100 years is also a long time to keep information straight and not the stuff of myths, but all these tidbits have been verified by multiple sources. In 1931, 10,000 farmers rallied in Crampton Bowl in Montgomery to oppose a bill in the legislature that some thought would cripple their farm organization. Fast forward to 1946 when the insurance company was founded during Walter Randolph's leadership to write fire insurance on farm homes and buildings. In 1953, the Federation won sales tax exemptions on feed, insecticides, and fungicides in the legislature. In 1972, the property tax classification bill passed the legislature. Six years later, 1978, in case you got distracted, the Lid Bill, which limited property tax increases, passed. Next up is 1982, when current youth law passed the legislature. Fast forward to 2003, when the Federation led efforts to defeat Amendment 1, a $1.2 billion tax referendum. Whew! That is a lot of numbers and dates and figures, and I left a whole lot out. Now, you could pull this trivia out at your next grill out, Bible study, or Zoom call. Or you could flip through Neighbors Magazine and soak up more information. Or you could just ruminate on the fact that, a hundred years in, the Federation is still mighty strong, and we're still here to serve farmers just like you. We've got folks at the state house, folks on the farms, folks crisscrossing the state, and folks in the boardroom working hard every day just for you. So let me say, on behalf of all of my fellow staffers, it is an honor. Keep up the good work. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama Agcast.